Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Galen Patterson, the O'Callan clan. O'Reilly, O'Callan, take your pick. It works for me. Anywho, this program is sponsored by Paper Pay Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. <laughs> it sounds kind of wicked, but it's true. If you are a drug-free athlete, and are looking for a foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goals like what, Delroy? Like a Mack truck through ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> Check us out at com. And now let's chit-chat with Avanta. Hello, Delroy. Let us, Delroy, Kaylin, John. <laughs> Wait, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Arnold, uh, you, have, you have an Arnold here, you know. <laughs> That's right, John Arnold. Arnold. We have John Arnold. We have him. We have him here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but before we get on with the Arnold, and that's the John Arnold, we have a couple of reminders that we need to uh, <laughs> lay down for you guys. So I, rem- I promised I would keep repeating this, so don't get upset if you've already heard it. But... This month, coming up on Thursday, January 17th, our show is going to be on an hour earlier, guys. So it's going to be 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, not 7. And we're going to have Dr. Corey Probst from the Diet Doc. She's going to be on with us, and we're going to be talking about DKP, why New Year's resolutions fail and what you can do to succeed. So we're going to be talking about that on the 17th, but at 6 p.m. Central Standard, not 7. If you tune in at 7 o'clock, you'll still be able to catch the show, but it's going to be a recorded show. We won't be live, so you're not going to be able to submit questions. So if you're planning on tuning in, mark that down. And if you can join us at 6, great. Yep, but like Kaylin just said, if you can't and you tune in at 7 and you can't type in a question, don't be mad. We're, try- we're trying to let you guys know. All right. And with that being said, Kaylin, I think we're uh, we're ready to start the show. So why don't you key us up for tonight? I tell oh. you what. This time <laughs> we have a good man on the radio. <laughs> yeah, you'll love it. He's in Arnold, but not that Arnold. He's one of them. Yeah. Uh, he picks up the weights and he puts them down. <laughs> you got to love him for that. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> talking about Big John and the good wife, Becky. They are some of the most passionate promoters, uh, passionate people. I mean, it just basically translates into what they do as far as promoting their shows and setting them up and taking care of the individuals. I can go back years with this fella. And with the seminars and everything else, everything is basically to help improve the sport, help improve the competition, and help improve the athletes as human beings. You don't, I didn't see that in the beginning. Like I said, I learned a lot about the competitions from the NPC realm, and it hurt my heart because it was so, so much disrespect toward the athletes. So when I got to see the Arnolds for, uh, doing the shows backstage and seeing them actually care about the people that were doing it. It really it really left with my spirits. I, I I can't tell you how many times I let them know ahead of the game that I was just so elated that they were doing those kind of things because it was new to me. And I can't even imagine as competitors who had to compete in the NPC country having to see those kind of people treat them so much better and actually as individuals and human beings. It was just really – I was really proud of it. And to now see him, you know, see them branching out and, and doing better things to reach better athletes, uh, reach athletes and make them better so they can understand, you know, all that hard work does make a difference and it is worth it. And, they, you know, they will be represented as competitors and not just uh, basically cattle in a stable. So, John, please introduce yourself to the people that don't go yet. I, in the Midwest, I'm, I find that hard to believe, but, hey, we still reach a new ground, a new territory. So I know someone is saying, John Arnold. Who is that? <laughs> John Arnold. It's the other Arnold. <laughs> Dude, I'm almost in tears after that introduction. I don't know if I can go any with this. Um, but no, hey, I really, I really appreciate that, though, that, that intro. Um, 
honestly, you, you, you've pretty much nailed it down there. And uh, still after 24 years of doing it, um, the, the heart is still there. It really is. And, and just like, just like you, Kaylin, and, and I don't know, Desiree, I don't know if you have competed in PC, but when I, when I started this game, uh, Becky and I both actually, we, we competed with the NPC for, well, I think it was like six years. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, we, we did. And we, we had that experience. It's not like we don't understand, uh, any of the differences. And, and quite honestly, I really didn't pay too much attention to how, how the promoters actually treated us to some degree. You know, it, it yeah, you know, just like anything else, there are times when you, you had maybe a negative experience here and there, but nothing really stood out. But all we wanted to do was essentially uh, compete, actually compete. I mean, that's what it came down to. Um, you know, in the beginning, just like anything else, you're, you're, you're lured into the sport because of, of the, uh, you know, all the glitz and glamour. And let's face it, you know, they have a great marketing machine over there. And, uh, but at the same time, it's like, once you do do this and you know this, Kaylin, for sure, that there's only, only a certain level you can get to, even with great genetics. Yeah. And then it gets, then it, then it becomes not so much fun if you don't want to go down that road. Uh-huh. And we know the road we're talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so essentially what it came down to is, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm in outside sales. I'm downtown. I'm at a, at a uh, magazine rack. You know, back in the day we had magazines. And um, I, I see this magazine I never, I'd never seen before. It was called Natural Physique Magazine, which in, ended up turning into Natural Bodybuilding Magazine, which we, we actually had. A lot of you newbies out there have no idea what I'm talking about. But anyway. I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you probably remember it. Um, but, you know, I thought, well, heck, you know, most magazines are going to have a calendar of events. And I opened up the back, and I, I see this NAMBA, which ended up being NAMBF later. Um, and I thought, hey, that's in Des Moines, Iowa. I'm going to go up and compete. And I'm my God, I found my family. No matter, you know, how you shake it, Obviously, there was a huge difference, and uh, and I had a had a really good time. You know, I, I placed pretty good in the show. I didn't win it. I you know I was I think third in my class, and but I felt like you know this was where I wanted to stay, and 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 I never turned, I never went back ever. And then uh, competed in a show. Uh, I don't know a few years later, up there, and uh, met Scott Dickerson, and uh, I just told him I said you need to put a show in Kansas City so I don't have to travel. And, uh, so, uh, you know, he, uh, he actually called me to see if I could help him, you know, find a venue and whatnot. And, and I, and I blah, I just said, I wanted, I wanted something down here. And that's kind of the story goes. And, uh, I ended up actually winning the first show we had down here and, you know, you're like, Oh my God, you know, this, this politics. I'm like, no, there's... so, so and you gotta remember back in the day, we didn't have phones. We could just take a picture and look at it right now. <laughs> Right, so I had to wait a day, or you know, to go get my pictures and look at them. And go, okay, this was legit. You know, I, I and and back then I did have a pretty good physique, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, he he had called me, uh, and well, that that night at the show, he was pimping me about it, and and I said, no, 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 I don't want to mess it up, where I I don't have I don't want to travel, and you know. And uh, he said, just think about it. And, and I just thought, I didn't think he was serious. And then, so he called me a few weeks later and talked about it a little bit more, you know, seriously. And and then uh, a couple phone calls later, you know, I, I, you know I, he said, well, I'll help you do this. So what it came down to is I, I thought to myself, all these years of, of competing and knowing that, there were people backstage that were like me, that were natural. They needed a place to compete and, and make it fair. And that's pretty much the whole gamut of why I got in this. We're giving them a choice. We're giving them a fair playing field. And we're, and we're protecting yeah. that field. And that's, that's what the drug testing part of it is. I mean, in a perfect yep. world, you know, have a snack, office-style drug testing, um, 
it just, it just, it, you can't do that. And for one, we do this, but you know, let me think about it. I mean, how much money do people spend to get to a stage nowadays? Thousands. Yes. In some cases. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of like we're protecting travel. their investment to make sure that you know we're doing what's right for our competitors and and making that that exactly that playing field fair. And that's that's what I really really. And that's I'll tell you right now, the NEBF that is job number one. And, and I'm gonna t- I'll tell you that 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 is job number one. It really is, and and I, I cannot stress that enough. So. Yeah, you compete with us. I promise you, we ban people. We take it to heart, you know, and that's really what we're about. And uh, at the same time, we, we want to attract good competitors, and we want to do a good job of putting on shows and give everybody a great experience as well. And that goes back to what you were talking about, Caitlin. It's like, you know, my thing. I guess I just don't know any better than just to treat people, you know, with uh, dignity and and. We want to have a good time. We want to put on. You do it well. You do it well. Yep, without a doubt. But that's my story right there. (laughs) So. uh, And it's a good one. Well, we try. Let's put that. As I always tell people, I say after 24 years, you'd hope we've got this figured out by now. Right. And. uh, And and we've we've probably put on you know the other day I was thinking about it uh, we used to have two we had one show for several years then we took over the gateway and I believe that show now is in fourteenth year so that was two so we probably have easily I don't know um, at least fifty shows under our belt now because we added the 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 uh, Loveland show and that's in its third year. And now we just picked up the uh, we done the uh, national show, and with the world's IPE pro show coupled with that, so we're pretty close. I'm gonna say to that. So we've we've got a few of them under our belt, you know. And uh, so that it's it's a, a labor of love, and it really is. And we really still enjoy what we're doing, and keeps us young. I'll tell you that right now, and <laughs> it really does. So <laughs> no doubt. I mean, and that's that's the key, still really enjoying what you do because then your passion shows through and then it can continue to be a good experience for everyone involved. And, guys, if you're not quite tracking with all of the shows that John just mentioned that he and Becky promote, you can check out the um, post on our P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kayla Facebook page uh, for tonight's show. And I've got, uh, we've got all four of those shows tagged for you. Um, you can also search for them on Facebook. You'll be looking for the NAMBF Natural Southern States Classic. That one's coming up in April. Big. And uh, as we, yeah, that one is huge. Um, and as we get into the show, we'll have John recap the dates of these shows for us. But the uh, Natural mm-hmm. Southern States Classic. You're going to look for the NAMBF Gateway Naturals. That's the one in St. Louis. The NAMBF Loveland, Colorado Naturals. And then the IP World, IPE World Championships. IPE is the pro arm of the NAMBF. And those are in uh, Missouri, just right outside of Kansas City, if they hold it in the same place that they always do. So you can find out more. And uh, other than the Loveland show, which is newer for them, all three of these shows are very, very well attended. But tonight, before we get too deep into the shows, we were going to be talking about prep, all of that work you need oh, to do before you get to the show. And so not only do John and Becky promote, but they also offer contest prep seminars and they actually have a couple coming up here in the near future so um, one coming up this weekend in fact on January 12th and then another coming up on February 2nd so John kind of lay it on us a little bit um, how you guys got into the prep seminar part of it what folks can expect and then I know we're just going to want to have a conversation about spring prep and how that can make or break the rest of your season because we're really just approaching the beginning of competition season. And your um, Southern States Classic is one of the earlier shows that folks are going to see popping up. So, um, But I'm getting ahead of myself. So prep seminars, when did you and Becky start uh, rolling these out and uh, what kind of stuff do you guys offer? 
Sure. Uh, we we probably, gosh, it's been, uh, I, I'm going to say in our fifth year of promoting, we just, we had a lot of people asking us essentially how, how to prep. And this was before we had trainers, to be honest with you. Yes. I mean, you really, trainers were like, hey, your buddy next door going, hey, you, you work out. Yo, you got to try this diet. You gotta, right, right. So <laughs> big, big difference. So what it came down to is we thought, well, let's go ahead and put these seminars on. And also that would also open it up to people to, to know who we are, for one, because we were still fairly new in the market. And uh, But this to try to put people at ease to make them understand, you know, what, I, I guess a drug tested athlete looks like for one. Yes. Um, and, and to give them an idea of, of how shows are ran. To, that way that when they get there, they, they, they weren't totally lost as far as that goes. Um, Cause you know, they, like I said, they didn't have trainers to tell them these things to, to, to prepare them for them. They just kind of went in and they didn't did deal. Clue. They had no clue. Honestly. No, they, they really did. They had no clue. Right. So that, so that initially, that's the reason why we did that. Um, and going forward, you know, we've modified how we approach the seminars now. More, you know, and more of it is, is is geared towards an hours. What we try to do, what we try to actually do now is we want to tell them how we judge. Yes. It's more of almost it's mm-hmm. almost like a teaching session for people to become a test judge or a judge. And by doing that, they understand what symmetry is, what muscular, you know, what criteria as far as muscularity is between all the criterias, um, how, how to pose and, and to not hurt yourself on stage, but to actually help yourself. Just little tidbits on how to improve, you know, from a, from a visual standpoint. And we also do about an hour of uh, actual uh, posing work, you know, one-on-one. And we have uh, a lot of pros that show up at these. We've, I think we have eight of them coming to this one uh, yeah. this this week. Mm. And uh, so that – and I, I think the, the competitors really enjoy seeing that. And, and what, what I what I find is interesting about that too is, again, we talk about putting people at ease and to make them understand, you know, what what a true – what a pro looks like that's natural. And a lot of them don't realize that these guys aren't as big as they think they are. Exactly. And mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it, natural people aren't near the size that they think, but they see in all the magazines and what we know on the other side of the coin. And, and, and they, they think that that's what a natural athlete is pretty close to, and it's really not. It's really a big disparity there. So that – and doing these seminars, that's what we try to make them understand. And uh, and uh, and it's amazing how people come out very, very positive and excited to do it because they realize, you know, they it's it's uh they know they 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 can maybe do it now by looking at the pros. I mean, let's just yeah. face it, Kalen. As I, as I tell people, 2015 world champion body bodybuilder. Um, Mr. Uh, Brian, uh, Brian uh, down, in t- down in Texas. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Anyway, 164 pounds. Valentine Azuga. I think he yep. weighed 167, something like that. Both those guys are about 5'7 to 5'8. And then in, uh, in 2017, or two th- yeah, 2017, uh, Okinawa. You know, he weighed – I always ask these guys. That way I, I can tell people. And uh, he weighed 191 on stage. He's about 5'11", just under, just under six foot. I mean, that's not, that's not huge numbers. Uh, and, but, you know, you see them in pictures and you think, oh, those guys got to weigh, you know, the 5'7", mm. 5'8", guys got to weigh 190, 200, you know. I mean, they, they just look so shapely and muscular. But in reality, that's not the case, so. Um, but like I say, we show them pictures of groups of people, uh, and, and show them how we would judge that class so they can kind of go back 
and look at themselves, maybe look at their silhouette, see how symmetrical they are versus what they just what we just showed them. And and they can kind of I guess draw up a plan from that point on. But we also go over a day of the show, you know, we, we do the live judging format, we kinda of explain all that to them. And uh kind of what to bring to the shows mm-hmm. just in case someone doesn't tell them that. Uh, a regular rundown of you know day to day, you know, like we do a, a Friday night show, and it's a little different, so we can explain that because we our, our bikini shows are so large, and, and uh, it's a little different format. We, and we go over the drug testing, and I mean everything from that to uh, apparel on stage, you know, the bikinis, the, the trunks, or whatever, you know, the heels, uh, tanning. Uh, all, all the above. So if there is actually someone there that doesn't have a coach, which it, it's still a lot of people out there are like that, mm-hmm. they can come to that seminar and really get a lot of information they can take back with them. And if they want to try it on their own, that's fine. And uh, they'll they'll gather a lot. You know, for ten bucks, it's not a bad deal. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh heck no! Ten bucks? That's a pretty darn good deal. Right. We, you know, the idea we want. To, the idea we wanted to make it very, very expensive so people could well, would come for one and and uh, and, and get a lot of information. That's basically usually to pay for the facilities. To be honest with you, <laughs> we walk away with zero, but that's that's okay. We're we're fine with that. Well, you know, there, there were certain parts, and and I would, I I've found that I had to be very defensive for these seminars because a lot of people had the misunderstanding that because the people knew you. If somehow there was some favoritism, and you brought out a lot of points, a lot of valid points, and why the people that attended the seminars were winning, and that's simply because they knew what the heck they were doing. Because, like you said, there was a lot of misinformation back then, and it's not easy right. setting up a seminar. And the fact that you were willing to work to get people to actually not be ashamed and embarrassed on stage, let me know mm-hmm. that you cared enough for mm-hmm. that. And then actually right. get them on stage and have them to where they knew what they were doing so they could have the best uh, presentation of themselves and represent whoever gym they were coming from in a good way did expose a lot of lies in the trainers. And I put that in their quotes because they were pathetic to begin with. But just to watch it go downhill to where, you know, you were playing favorites, you guys were uh, doing this, that, whatever, and I said, you know, it, these seminars aren't easy to set up. There's a lot of dealing with, you know, getting the location where everyone can reach, getting the pros to attend, getting good pros that really know what they're doing. There's a lot of behind the scenes that goes into that. And I was just so, uh, I mean, it, it just hurt so bad to watch all of that you were doing. And then basically you're still getting ripped to shreds because even that's not right. Uh, you're screwing people over because you're picking whoever you wanted. I was just amazed at that with everything that had to happen for you to promote and present and then throw a seminar on top of that. So basically you guys don't even get any sleep. And then, you know, people are saying, <laughs> you know, somehow you're you're doing this to pick your favorites when the people that are going through the seminars actually know what's expected uh, what the judging criteria is, and what's the point of standing a certain way, a.k.a. posing. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of heads up that had to go into that, and then somehow you still can't win because you're doing it wrong and you're picking who you want. And that just blew me away because, you know, I, we were on the road and we were bumping into each other a lot, and I could mm-hmm. see every single time it's the same two people that are making sure these athletes are addressed. So I was really hurt by that, and, you know, I did come off, a little bit uh, boorish, I guess the best way to say it. And, uh, you know, I offended a lot of people. And right at that time, I really didn't care. I mean, now that I'm more into the word of God, I realize I did make a lot of missteps. But to me at that time, it was just too much that you guys were pouring into it to make it work, to have it derailed by some a person that basically had no clue what the heck that was going on. So with that kind of uh, – backdrop and mentality and basically people wanting you to quit and wishing you would, what kept you going? Well, Kayla, the bottom line is we, we, we understand all that. We, we could, believe me, anybody that's ever competed, I don't care where you competed. You always felt like you're going to point the finger at somebody else. No matter, let's face it, this is how it works sometimes. And in reality, 
eventually you realize that those three fingers are pointing right back at you. It's really what it comes down yeah. to. And and, and to, to dispel all those myths in regards to politics or whatever, you know, we actually have a, a lot of trainers, and a lot, a lot of the pros are trainers as well. We have them come up and actually tell them about who they are, what their business is. So it's, there's no favoritism, you know, when it comes to the judges or Becky and I at these seminars either. There's really not. It, it's more of an open forum for everybody to meet everybody. And, hey, you know, we, we get it all the time. You know, someone, I'll see someone at a show and they say, yeah, you know, I, at your seminar I spoke to such and such and now they're my trainer. I'm like, that's awesome. That's exactly what I want to happen. And and really at that point, you know, there there's a, a complete as far as trust in regards to what we're doing. It really is what it comes down to. So the way we look at it is this. Um, If if Kalen Patterson becomes the best trainer in the world, right, and everybody's Mm -hmm. coming to him, well, we we want him to be an advocate of what we're doing and have a heart and understand what we're doing. And, hey, if if Kalen takes somebody to the WNBF or whatever other natural – hey, I'm fine with that because, you know, that makes the whole – world of natural bodybuilding grow you know we all talk about unification well that's a good way to unify when when everybody's an advocate for each other in regards to you know the, the big the big picture yeah so we're not so we, we're not so greedy at that we really aren't and we want people to understand that that you know it's kind of like if you're if you're a natty hey just compete in a natty show somewhere please it just helps everyone oh. yes preach preach yeah, well, and, and with, 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 I'll tell you, I, I think the biggest the biggest problem we have, the biggest problem we have, and I'll be honest with you, is the simple fact that yes, we are fractured, and we don't have the the uh, million dollar marketing arm behind this, you know, with big expos and all that stuff. So, for us to reach out and capture that newbie, you know, competitor that's that's natural, it's hard them to come our way when they when they don't see it because we don't have that engine like they do and mm-hmm. and what what's 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 interesting to me is how you know back in the day you know a lot of times people would look at natural bodybuilding and say why why would you want to compete and be small <laughs> and today <laughs> i'm sorry wow. I'm, just, I'm just i'm just saying <laughs> Well, back uh, when we were just bodybuilding, okay. all we had was bodybuilding. So, what, what do you what have yeah. you seen in the last probably what ten years? They're they're, yeah. they're they're trying they're trying to look they're they're trying to become and look more natural without testing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really what they're doing. I mean, look at all the classes they keep adding, trying to do it yeah. that way. Well, and you know that the bottom line is. Without control, there is no control. That's right. And without control, the fairness goes right. out the window. That's right. So, so the you know the bottom line is we're we're out here to ed- try to hope ed- ed- with these seminars, and we're trying to do a lot better job of being more visual. And you know, I'm on the podcast and trying to spread the word to try to get to try to get to that person that's, that doesn't understand what what we're doing. And uh, you know, and what's interesting too, I, I look at is we're not we're not mom and pops by any means. I mean, our federation we have like, we have twelve pro shows within it within the within the affiliate affiliates and whatnot pro shows. So there is a next level, and you can make money competing as a natural. You really can, and. Uh, and one of the biggest things I look at is this: is if you got great genetics and you're training good and you got this thing all put together, and you compete against other and you're natural and you're competing, well, guess what? You got a lot better shot of getting that golden ring. You just do. There's no way around it. Than if you try to go the other route and be natural. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. It is to yep. me. It's, to me, it's like. 
why invest all this time and money and walk out on the stage and knowing full well that that you're you're gonna uh, lose at a disadvantage. Yeah, simple as that. And that I mean, that, and that's, that's that's a really good point. I don't even think we've ever really looked at it that way because you know we do see the natties cross over because they feel like well, you know that's where the I don't even want to say better competition because I don't agree with it, but the bigger competition is and there's the bigger prizes and this and that. But their odds, unless they're ready to do what all of the other enhanced athletes (laughs) are doing, their odds of of placing in that top five or top ten, they're they're diminished greatly. Now, they might make it, and there might be a show or two, a regional show or two that they do phenomenal in, but once they start to climb that ladder – they're not going to be in that in that first call out. I'll, I'll tell you what. Without really doing what the rest of the enhanced athletes have to do, I mean, so yeah, so I mean, that's a great perspective. If you're natural, right. compete natural, make a big splash. Why ruin your chances of making an impact by walking right. away from it? Really, but go ahead, John. Well, okay, two athletes. I'm not going to name who they are. I think you you, you both probably know who I'm speaking. Probably the best two natural athletes ever. All right. On that, okay, they got their pro cards, IFBB. And there's been some now that have crossed over going into classic and whatnot, and maybe some bikini here and there. But but you never hear of them when they finally, when they go over there. So when they get a card, you know, they don't win anything. I mean, they mm-hmm. just don't. They, they're, they're not getting in the magazines. They're not get, or or the... You know they're not on the the e magazines. They're not being heralded as the, the second coming and whatnot. They're not making. They're not making anything. And 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 I was talking to uh, uh, another one of our judges, good friend of mine, uh, Frank Manners, the other day. And we we're we we're, we we're talking about this, and it, it's so interesting that if you took one of those individuals, or well, or maybe a couple of them, and and they stayed with what you know within our federation. They probably laid I don't know thirty forty thousand dollars on the table in a matter of five six years I don't know if they yeah. if they're that good so and, mm-hmm. and so what they do they get they go over there and now they're they 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 put all this time and effort into it and they're they're at a disadvantage and I I believe I believe one of them for sure I think is 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 tried to do it and uh, it's just I don't know. You know, they they haven't come back, and we do have an open door. We we're fine with that as long as they they're still drug free. Mm-hmm. And sure. that's one exactly. thing that people have to understand. It, it, yeah, that's one thing too that I'd like to make make sure people understand. Look, there's there's no problem with you competing outside of the natural side, and that's okay. And uh, hey, give uh, give uh, us a shot too. Uh, give us a shot. Mm-hmm. Come on over and try us. You know, mm-hmm. I mean that. That's fine, Kaylin. But but you but you got it. But you got it. You have to sometimes. Hey, Kaylin. Sometimes people have to actually experience what it's like before they make a decision. But I mean, you honestly, and I both. Yeah. It, the thing that gets me is we have good athletes that cross over and have their heart crushed and broken, and then they right. hate the sport. They hate the sport. They don't want anything to do with it. They they draw and leave and leave us with nothing. And we had athletes that could be phenomenal and amazing, and we'll never get to see them. We never get to see them. You don't even see them in the gym anymore that are so heartbroken. Right. I was watching a YouTube video uh, a little while back, and and a guy was talking about how will we ever actually see the best ever uh, natural athlete. And he said, probably not because of the lure. Yes. Ah. You know, it's just because they tend not to stay in the naturals. And it'd be nice to be able to see someone who's actually just an amazing, perfect symmetrical bodied uh, competitor stay within the natural side and be be the next you know king of, of the sport in the natural side. But are we mm-hmm. ever going to see that perfect body out there? You know that it's that's kind of interesting to kind of look at it that way. So, yeah, but well, we're, uh, we're, we're trying we're we're trying to do our best to try to you know. Now I'll tell you right now the NNBF, uh you know Katie Katie Wayman White now the president. Uh, I was lucky enough to be elected 
uh, the VP with them this this, this oh, year. Oh, nice. I do that or not. And then Reiner. Congratulations. I, I, thank you. But I don't think I, I we knew that. Reiner, yeah, it just yeah we just happened at uh, in, at the beginning of uh, this year. I was an interim for a while, and you know, and then they wouldn't have made maybe a VP uh, all the way. But but I will say that Ryan, Ryan Irwin, I would say he's probably treasurer slash VP. <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, I, I'm more like his, his assistant VP. <laughs> but uh. But you know, Ryan is—he's—he's he's been at this a long time. I, mean, I can't say yes, enough about how hard he's worked over the years. So, uh, good crew, and 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 we're we're working hard to try to bring some new uh, new ideas, and uh, uh, going to be doing a lot more, uh, audio, you know, video uh, streaming and whatnot at shows to uh, show the show the natural athletes to get get us out there, get more marketing. And, and uh, we're doing a lot more than we, we've had in, long, in the past, trying to, you know, get a better uh, exposure for our brand and and whatnot from the NBF because you know we want to pick up all those young guys, we want to pick up all those young girls yeah. and and make them understand that you know, this is the way to go. It really is. Well, if you, you know, want to be a natural athlete, you stay and compete with. Here's us. the thing we got to talk about because you, you you can't talk about competing, you can't talk about doing enhanced without the, the, the realm and possibility, one, you're doing illegal drugs. Uh, two, even if it's, it's true. prescription, it's not natural. And three, right. your lifespan is severely decreased. And, you know, I I have to bring this up because we just lost another friend, guy I've known oh, for no. about seven years, to an enlarged heart, and he's dead. Yep. And I had to go to send to the funeral. And, yep. you know, it, whether it be tumors from cancer, uh uh, pay, uh, kidney failure, renal failure, um, cancer in the in the internal organs. It, it, there's so much damage. And, and granted, there are people that do have the genetics to fight past the drugs that they're taking for for a very long time. I mean, some of them are just genetically blessed. And if you want to talk about genetics, you watch somebody taking illegal substances and living through it. That's good genetics. You've got exceptional right. genetics. And the fact that you live through it, you know, I applaud you. But you're still a drug addict, and and we're we're basically bypassing that. I mean, we just had I just had a conversation with a fellow who was talking about, you know, what body looks better on stage, an enhanced person or a natural person. And I said, well, what does it matter if they're basically killing themselves, and we're watching it manifest right in front of us on stage, and nobody's jumping up and saying, hey, there's something really really wrong with this scenario. I don't mm-hmm. understand how we can just sidetrack that and say that somehow natural is a lesser state of being when you can basically compete as long as you're alive. And then you go to the other side and you can, can compete as long as you're living. That's a whole different state of mind <laughs> and being. Yeah. And it, it, it's just frightening how we just, you know, it seems to get glossed over every single time. Because when I brought up the point, right. the person that made the post simply said, you know, I don't want to get into that because that's not my <laughs> point. I want to know who looks better mm. as far as who's friends on my list, who thinks this is a better look, whether it be enhanced or natural. And I'm saying you're still talking about illegal drug use. Why do we gloss over this so easily and so readily when you know as a natural athlete you can still go to work, you'll still have your job. If you get drug screened at work, hey, you still get to keep it. But now if you go and get enhanced and go get drug tested, because they do test, and you will lose your job. And and I, it just amazes right. me how we're just constantly sidestepping that whole concept, that whole valid point, and it's a fact of life that you will die. You don't you don't have to die as a natural athlete. Why is that not something that you know just throw in front of everybody and to cheer it on and say, hey, we would we would love to see you at your best, knowing it's actually you on stage and not some doctor that everybody's getting a a, a script from. And basically, mm-hmm. if you get the best doctor, you get the best what enhanced look. I, I, I'm just at a loss with that that whole concept. It's just beyond. Well, two things that that you you pointed out just a little while ago um, was that basically, you know, HRT, TRT, given you know pre- prescription. Well, 
really where I I look at that is very simple. Um, I, I get people. I can't tell you how many people I have turned away every year now because of this. And they call mm-hmm. up and they say, "Well, hey, I'm I'm doing this, that, and the other." And uh, but it's but it's by prescription, and it's it's only to go to the the regular levels. And I'm like, "Well, what's a regular level? What are you yeah. comparing that to?" And they, there's no there's, they can't compare it to anything. So That's right. the reason why. So, so, but here's the problem. They think it's okay. It, they think it's okay to compete doing HRT or TRT because a doctor gave it to them. There's justification exactly. with that. Well, the problem is, is as, as I know, and I've, I've talked to several people. They've told me, don't ever let that happen. Don't let that into your into the into the. It's going to muddy the waters. And yes, believe indeed. me. When when you're on TRT, it, it makes a huge difference, and yes, it, it, it's 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 unfair to the people that are actually not on it. And and the other other part of that to me is also, yeah. You know, tell me these young kids, they see that, and they're trying to make it sound like it's a healthy thing to do for the long term. Yeah, great marketing. I mean, the, the white coats are doing this to us. It's, it's not the black market. It's the white coats. Yes, and yep. so so these young so the young kids think well, if they're doing it and they're over thirty five and the doctors are, it's all safe, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Can I'll you imagine you. a teenager needing uh, TRT because their their oh, yeah. their hormones are low? Are you serious? I, I had a, I, seriously, I, I had <laughs> a young man. He was probably, I think he was twenty, nineteen or twenty. And he came up to me at a show, and he, he said, yeah, I, my dad and I went and got our testosterone checked, and mine was actually lower than his. And I said, and so so are you, you know, he, he was, his dad's wanting to get on, you know, hormone therapy because his was low, but mine was lower than his. So you're asking me if you think it's okay. And I said, I told him, I said, it's not, because most likely were you in a contest prep mode, real, real fat intake, whatever? He goes, yeah, I was. I said, well, that's probably what the problem was. It had nothing to do with, you know, just your natural testosterone being low. I mean, this kid was, had a lot of muscle on him, too. And I said, obviously, that, that, that condition is not a continual condition. And believe me, Kaylin, you can change that. I mean, love, yes. you'll read that. You'll read, oh, you know, I got low T. Well, there's no, nothing I can do. I got to go to the doctor. Well, that, that's a bunch of bull. It really is. Yes. Your, your T level can, a lot of it's cholesterol. And, you know, I'm not going to go down that road too much with it. But, you know, I've, I've learned that because, you know, I've been on a keto guy for 26 years. And uh, as I told these, well, probably, what, three weeks ago, I was on the, uh, a, a YouTube channel with uh it's a uh, joe anklin connor rush and james johnson they call it the natty roundtable with those guys and uh, they asked me they said what you know you've been in the sport all these, what would you tell uh, you know a first timer uh, as maybe a uh, you know an elevator speech real quick and i said well let's just put it this way i probably have 35 shows on the belt i started bodybuilding competing when i was 30 and I never stopped till I was about 55, 56 years old. And, and today, I really have very little issues with joints issues. I, I have a good quality of life. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I'm really thinking about competing again this year. I keep saying that. Just for I fun. So. <laughs> I mean, well, I would I'm 62 love years to old, guys. That. See, and you still can, and so yes. I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take That's this note answer. to kind of turn us around. You guys are having a great discussion, but we've got listener questions piling up, and I oh, wish we could continue Let's on this it. track. But we're gonna turn this right. around. But on that note, John, 62 guys, what other sport can you? I'm gonna do it again at 62. Come on now, natural <laughs> bodybuilding. All right. And win. All right. Let's okay. And win. I don't know. If I would I'm love win. to see I, it. I don't think that's gonna happen. But... Well, we highly encourage you to do it. We'll be the first ones there to interview you. How about that? <laughs> See, now, now I'm committing you myself, go. you guys. 
<laughs> yeah, you you're talking to over you know a couple thousand people right now that are just heard you say I, you're I, thinking I, I about doing it. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of people coming right. down on me now, right? Yeah, now the pressure's on. Okay, okay, I digress. So here we go. Yes. Um, Kate, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and field this one for you. She's wanting to know, John, yes. if you and Becky have shows in Missouri. And Kate, yes, they do. The Natural Southern States Classic and IPE World are both held in Liberty, Missouri, unless that's changed, John. So you nope. can check that out. That's just a hot, a hop, skip, and a jump outside of uh, Kansas City. So. Uh, Natural Southern States Classic, the IPE World, Liberty, Missouri. You'll have that right there. Um, our mm-hmm. next question is from Ashley, and she says, I'm well, interested in competing in – We also had in... one of the gate... – oh. sorry, but the, the gateway, that's in St. Louis. Yes. Oh, oh that's right, St. Louis, Missouri. How? Why was I thinking that was different? But, yeah. yeah, so three shows all in Missouri, two in Liberty, one in St. Louis. Yeah. Thank you. Good job Both there. Both ends of the state. Um, so she, she can pick her, pick her, pick her poison. Pick or poison, and I've competed in both Natural Southern States and the uh, yeah, Gateway. Yeah. Both good shows. Both good shows. Um, Only Gateway for this people next... working on that. <laughs> you got to get there. You got to get there. But again, we're getting off track. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. Yeah. yeah. She had a great year All right. a couple of 20... years ago. So I know. Yes, he did. Yeah, no doubt. I gotta. That's I gotta get back enough. on that stage. That's yeah, right. We're moving it. on. I'm talking but, about it. I'm still a lot younger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 2020, Kaylin. 2020 is your year for the for the Natural Southern States Classic. Uh, 2019. For That's the, right. Uh, 2020. All right. 2020 for the Natural State. You heard it here first. Des and K. Yep. 2020, <laughs> Kaylin. Des and K. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. We got to get to Ashley's question here because we're running yes, out of time. Okay, she says, I'm interested in competing in an all-natural woman's competition. As a first-timer, what advice would you give me? Well, first of all, um, you want me to answer this? Yeah, you got it. Okay, I got the floor. Okay. All right, so what I would do, it all depends. If if you have a coach, if you don't have a coach, not necessary at all. I want you to tell you that, first of all. Uh, just do your homework. Uh, go out YouTube, check it out, watch you know video, see where you what your physique where it lands in regards to muscularity. Uh, figure out a criteria that you think that you might fit the best. First of all, um, and then you got to figure out the timeline um, in regards to diet towards that show, and uh, and, and also you got to find out the, the right kind of diet that might work for you best. I mean, that, this, this is very generic, what I'm telling you, but at, at, at this point you have to kind of figure out where you fit in, in the timeline of where you want to go because I will tell you, usually a good diet, um, just a, this is just a, um, is about, about a half a percent of body fat you can drop each week. So that will kind of give you an idea. And normally it all depends on what class you're going to, I always say bikini, uh, you can be as high as, uh, you know, 10%, 11, down to 8. all depends on sometimes your age. Uh, your women's physique, you've got to be really lean. You've got to be in that, you know, 6% range. Um, when you go to figure, probably about the same, pretty close. Um, hmm. It can be a little, gotcha. little bit, yeah, maybe a little higher than that. Um, it all depends on how much muscle you have and how it's shaped. But you know, but then you got to learn how to pose, and and that that's where I think you, you really need a coach. You need, you need to be hands on. So the, all those elements you've got to kind of put together, and, uh, and then just choose a show and just commit. Period. I mean, it's it's really what you got to do. You just got to step out of that comfort zone and go for it. All right. So Ashley, yeah, I hope that is helpful zone. to you. And then, uh, and then, if nothing else, and if she can make it, if you can make it to uh, a prep seminar, which we're going to have John give us the deets here pretty soon, if you're close to his area, go check that out. All you new timers, if you can take advantage of opportunities like the prep seminars, like John and Becky are offering, that will be a wonderful way for you to get all aspects of competition in one place and help you decide 
what's going to be right for you. Plus, more than likely, yeah. you'll have the opportunity to talk to pros and other athletes. Kaylin? Yes. Yeah, uh, this one's yes. crazy. I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want this one to get passed up because John was touching on it earlier. And he says, all right, what, is there any script a doctor can give you that would be considered natural and not just legal? Any script? Um, yeah. If, if, if it's a hormonal manipulative script, no matter what it is, no. That's right. There you go. I mean, growth hormone, you name it, doesn't matter. We don't allow. And there you go. I mean, and most most doctors are not going to prescribe a supplement because you don't need a prescription to give them. <laughs> right. So, yeah, exactly. Well, and, and real quick on that, they might recommend it. They might recommend it, but. Uh, and there you have it. <laughs> and there so real, you have it. Real quick on that, just for people listening right now. You know, and, and and this is going to go for probably the people that are more in, in their mid to you know mid mid to late thirties. You know, if if you have a doctor that's talking to you about this, make sure to make well. First of all, a doctor is never going to ask you, "Are you going to compete in some kind of sport with a drug test?" And so don't don't just think the doctor knows or is going to say, "Well, you're only taking a, a level that's going to let you pass a test." Well, guess what? Um, I, I really don't know of any tests that you're going to get by with that, for one. But the other part of it, too, is that you know, we do polygraphs. Yes. So, and, uh, that's, and I'll tell you right now, one of the, one of the, one of the things that, that I, I like to always kind of tell the newbie is the simple fact that we do catch more people through polygraph. And it's usually not necessarily during the polygraph, it's right before the polygraph. They actually start owning up to what they'll say. Said, "Well, exactly. I've been doing this, and I know." And and then so you you just tell them, "Look, if you know it's two years, stay away two years. We want you to compete." Instead, because we're you know you got to remember it, it's not pure. It's seven years drug free. So I, I just want to make that plain. So yeah, we do do that, and and, and you you alluded earlier to the fact that. You know, if say if you're a, a teacher or whatever, and, and you get popped in a contest, we don't we don't broadcast that at all. We keep it very discreet because we understand you can lose your job. But you know, if someone think knows you and you're going to compete in a show, and and you you go hot on a test, I, I can't I, I cannot stop it to get if it goes out on social media. Someone's you know, hey, what's going on with this? Then all of a sudden, someone picks up on it, and poor guy gets yes. fired from a job. I mean, honestly, that that's why we don't do that. With that, that? indicator, Illinois. Did it really? Wow. Yeah. Well, yes. that, that's my fear. It, it really is. It's like my fear is that someone's going to go out there and get the, get the fiberglass needles Anderson, and you know, and, and then they they get you know to, to get that you know thirty dollar trophy, they lose their job. Not smart. Yeah. No, not smart at all. All right, guys, I'm going to bring us to the next question here. Um, This one is from Jackie. She's asking, why is Missouri such a hotbed for the bigger shows in the Midwest? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Well, (laughs) I'll be honest honest with you. I really, what I believe is very simple is that uh, it's just just hard work that, that, that the promoters down the central part of the United States have done. It really is. True. It, and I'm going to say it started. It started with with uh, um, well Scott Dickerson and, and and those guys that started that federation years and years ago, and and just good people that that they, their heart was in the right place, and and uh, they brought on quality people. I mean that's all I can tell you. And people that really believe what we're doing, you know, Aaron Callister, he's got a huge show up up in Minnesota. The, the Marriers. Yeah. I mean, well, what's interesting about NEMBF is we may not have as many shows as some of the other federations, but I'm going to tell you right now, we have as many people competing in lesser shows. And so our, 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 our median or average show size is probably 60 ish average. If you take everybody and oh, break it all out. Me. Yeah. It, it, it might be Caitlin. I'm not real sure, but, but, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, the dynamic changes from year to year, but it's just basically, hey, we've been doing it 24 years, and I'm going to say our most uh, most all the promoters in this federation have been around up to upwards of, on the average, I'm going to say 10 years. So it's just a, a strong group of people, just a great group. It's just what it comes down to. And what's interesting, we all know each other. And we're all pretty good, much pretty much friends, to be honest, because we're on the same page. Well, you know, it, if I could jump in there and add to the fact that you guys have no problem giving back, I think that's one of no, your best no. uh, assets going because you have no problem traveling and sharing what you know to the people that want to attend your show. I mean, that's just well, good right. business. And not only that is we we share ideas on how to do shows better with each other all the time. Yes, and we, we we're fine with that. We, we steal ideas from each other constantly. If we see something that works better than what we're doing, heck, we're gonna do that. You know, I mean, just little things. You know, I mean, and the little things all add up to time savings. You know, like like I always say. The only reason why shows go long normally is because it's it's not well prepared backstage. True. You know, it in it, in in no downtime. You know, when when you come to most of all of our shows, you know, Becky and I's and 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 most all of the, the the federation shows, um, there's very little downtime between a class. I mean, they're in they're on and off. I mean, they're. You know, as soon as that class is done, they're off, and you got another one coming on. There's none of this, you know, dead air, and that that destroys a, a show faster than anything. I mean, even giving out trophies, it's 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 all these little details. I mean, I, I actually years ago sat there and looked at video and 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 timed how long it took for the the trophy presenters to walk to the group of people. And so I figured out, oh, hey, nice. I got to have two or three people out there to cut down that time because that you're not running back. If you have one person, they're running back to the table, coming back and forth. That can be, you know, you're talking about uh, if it takes ten seconds, you know, you knock that down half. Well, guess what? You just figure that out. How many times it's five, five, five trophies given out, and how many classes? Yeah. That's how you. That's how you. That's how you make a show better. Just little details, and uh, and it's funny because you know whenever I go to a show, I'm actually looking around at you know the lighting and looking around at this that and the other and and, and how they do certain things on stage to 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 uh, to see what how they do things. If if yeah. I if I see something I can prove my show with, I'll, I'll do it. But that's what we do. We all we all share that. Awesome. I mean, and we talk a lot Did about that on previous shows. I think so. I think so. Okay. I think so. And speaking of answering questions, hey, Jacob, I know we know you've had several questions, but I think John has pretty much answered them in the course of natural uh, conversation, so we didn't forget about you. But if you didn't get the answer that you were looking for, just let us know, and uh, we'll be sure to key that up with John and get you what you're looking for. Listen to the archives. But with that being said, yeah. our show is quickly coming to a close. So, John, give us the details on your um, next two upcoming prep seminars for any of our folks who are within okay. a stone's throw away and are able to actually participate. Well, you, you can actually go to our Facebook page. It's under the name of, of, of actually uh, uh, the Natural Southern States Classic. You'll see that. In pretty much all of our shows, uh, Natural Southern States, the the uh, uh, St. Louis Gateway Naturals, uh, the Loveland Naturals, uh, the uh, NMBF Na- uh, Nationals, we have we have Facebook, so you can go on there and see all this information. I'll be honest with you, it's pretty quick, and we also do a lot of work on Facebook as well. And uh, but you, you can also go to our website, www.nambf.org. But uh, with our seminars coming up this weekend, it's in Olathe, Kansas. It's the Sunpoint uh, Health Club gym, and uh, it goes from I believe noon till about three because Chiefs start at three thirty-five and they're going to win. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we we have uh, our show coming up <laughs> April twenty-sixth and twenty-seventh. It's the Natural Southern States Classic. Yep. Uh, 
before that, we were going to do a, a seminar in at Integrity Integrity in St. Louis, uh, and that's going to be February I think second. I think that's right. We got it on there. So yeah, that'll be a good one, yep. and we'll have that up. And just keep looking on on, on all of our social media as far as our websites and all that, and, and you'll be able to find us pretty well. But uh, um, there you go. That should take care of it. Also, I just want to make and sure that you, you all go. know that. Yeah, well, in, I, I do have to put a plug in. Uh, the Diamond, that we, the first show of the year will be uh, on 413. Uh, that's out in Oklahoma, the Steve Klausner show. And then I'll go ahead and just kind of give you one. Uh, two weeks after our show, April 26th, is, it will be the Natural Iowa. It's Ryan Ruland's show. So, and then oh, just that's kind of, right. You can go yep. back on the website. Yeah, yeah, he's always like two weeks after ours. So. That, that, uh, that should right. give you a rundown on and come see us and compete with us. We we love we love what we do and we and and hopefully uh we'll give you a great experience. All right. Well that I have no doubt, John, thanks so much for joining us and uh yes, ma'am. give Becky our best and good luck to both of you at your seminar this weekend. Great talk with you. All righty, Idy. Um oh, Looks like we have one more question to try to get in here, Kaylin. Um, let's see. This one is from Brenda. She says, Des, I have a request. I was at a show that Becky Arnold was the head judge. There was an incident that happened that was quite the dilemma. Oh, Becky will never share what happened, but I know Kaylin was there. Oh, would he be willing to oh. share? He would know what I'm talking about. Oh yes, I well, Brenda. I I it sounds like Kaylin is willing to share. So Kaylin, give us the download. I'm not even sure that I know what Brenda is referring to. Do we to. have time? Do we have time? Well, uh, we don't have time for anyone new dialing in, but I believe we're still on the air. If we're not on the air, the show is still recording, so we can let Brenda know to check the archives for the answer. So go ahead and uh, lay okay. it on us. Oh, okay. okay. It, it's a, it's going to be a minute, so give me a sec. Bear with me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know the incident. I I was in attendance, yes, and I, I was doing the interviews after the show. But I was, you know, basically in the audience in attendance for that. Um, Becky Arnold was a head judge. She's correct with that. And there was the bodybuilding class, and one of the young ladies didn't have an outfit that uh, had been bikini bit is a good way to say it. And the other one. Oh, was, I remember this well. now. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. They, they, and uh, well, uh, it, it was quite, it, it, yeah, it was hard to judge that because um, the outfit didn't stay together. I'm going to just say it that no. way. And yes. um, he, it, I was actually sitting in the ahead. audience at this show. No, I was just going to say, I remember now because I was sitting in the audience, and, yeah, her top, <laughs> her top didn't stay <laughs> on top is, is exactly. if we're talking about there the same incident. Okay. Yes, we are. Yeah. Well, actually, I should say this. The top stayed on top, but it, it, it wanted to keep traveling up top. So it was riding yes. up over the mountainsides. <laughs> exactly. If, if you get the drift. Her boobs were falling okay. out of the bottom of oh, her suit. Drift. Okay, there you no have it. I said intended. it. If you I get said the it. drift, no pun intended. <laughs> and every pose was quite the ordeal. I'll just say it that way. But, you know, Becky, at one point, though, they finally did stop the posing, the mandatories, and, yes. you know, informed her, asked her to adjust her suit. So they did try and to it, do that, but you know, and it, after a couple of moves, it really, it really didn't help. Yes. That's why bikini oh. bite is so important. When you hear about people yes. talking about gluing their butts or gluing their breastuses, this is why. So your suit stays yes. in place and, and covers all of the important carcasses. This <laughs> yes. is something you would learn at a seminar. Yeah. Oh man. It, it was, yeah. Uh, he handled it as professionally as possible. It was incredibly uncomfortable. If you were in attendance, it. So that's. I'm sure why. Well, that's probably why Becky wouldn't want to talk about it. But it was. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, 
we're a family environment, so there are children present, and she handled that as best as she could. She did a great job about it because she never yeah. let it distract from the competition, and it never became something that was any more embarrassing than it would had already become. But uh, she handled it well, and I was very proud of her for doing it that way. And basically, you know, the, the woman didn't score well because she couldn't actually do any of the poses because that just wasn't a yeah. suit that fit her, uh, her figure, I'll say it that way. Yeah, and, it, and it, it was just a matter of, you know, not knowing. I yes. mean, and I, being a newbie in the audience, I wouldn't have known that she should have glued that down. And and she may yeah. not have known either. I mean, I don't know, but I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt because who goes up I on stage know. to have that happen? I spoke to her because I, I had I wanted her to know that she wasn't being punished for that. There was just simply no way to score for incorrect posing, and that's why she scored yeah. so low. And they, I mean, in suit mishaps happen. I mean, I've had you know, class break on me where you have to quickly pin them. Sometimes suits break on stage, especially with the bikini girls, because we do have um, a little more intricate um, jewelry work, if you will, um, on the thighs and in different areas in the design, yeah, that don't hold as well as um, suits that don't have the jewelry incorporated into it. Um, it's not as easy as you so, think, people. <laughs> There are a lot of tricks of the trade that you wouldn't think of. So that's why seminars, like what the Arnold's put on, is yes. is very important. Um, not all of these topics will get brought up, but, you know, odds are a good number of them will. So, you know, a yes. lot of it you just live and learn, and you do it better the next time. I mean, I was actually – I had um, suit bottoms that I had dropped. I had been fitted the week before the show. Everything fit, but then I continued to lose – weight during peak week and my bottoms were just too big and even though I pinned them and they stayed on it was evident that they just didn't they just didn't (laughs) they just didn't fit right and my scoring reflected it and judges I mean they made comments get a better fitting suit (laughs) you know so (laughs) it is important that your suit fits you well so anyway I digress but Brenda, hopefully that answers your question. We are out of time. Um, join again, oh us, join us again next Tuesday. Oh, my is right. Um, we're going to have Chad Adamovich is going to be on, uh, on us. Okay. <laughs> slip with us, with us. And uh, we're going to be talking um, the latest in uh, training whatever that may be, whatever that hot topic is. So you're going to want to tune in. Coach's Corner, With that indeed. being said, Coach's Corner, it will be. Uh, Kaylin, Snickerdoodle shout out. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Snickerdoodle is Snickerfoodle, hashtag chocolate yeah. way for the win. On behalf of Kaylin, myself, and the boys from P4P Muscle, including Chad, your body is a temple, so let's build it. What's Nick or do?